0: Disclaimer, we're really sorry that this episode is so late. We've had lots going on and it's been hard to find time, but here it is, so enjoy. And just so everyone is on the same page, we have changed our name to Retro Girls.
1: Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today.
0: We start off our the second episode of this podcast with the ever-wise words from the preacher of the princess bride. If you couldn't tell already, today's episode is all about marriage. We'll be talking about wedding disasters and wedding dreams. About how couples met and what a three-year-old thinks marriage is. We'll also be giving you listeners some fun and crazy wedding facts. I'm Natalie. And I'm Sarah. And you're listening to Retro, Retro Girls. Girls. Natalie, do you know why wedding dresses are usually white? No, tell me more. Well, before Queen Victoria's wedding in 1840, most women wore colorful dresses, or whatever nice dress they had in their house. But when Queen Victoria got married, she wore a white wedding dress, and that quickly became popular. Wow, how cool! And another wedding fact about Queen Victoria is that her wedding cake weighed over 300 pounds. Very impressive. I'll bet they had a lot of leftovers. Whoa, I'd like a piece of that cake. Oh yeah. Oh, did you know that over seven tons of gold are used to make wedding rings in the US alone? That's so crazy. Speaking of rings, do you know why we wear rings on our fourth finger on our left hand? No, but now I'm interested, so tell me more. Well, it was thought that in the olden days that the vein in that finger led straight to the heart. How cool. Ah, man, I had another fact, but it slipped my mind. Oh, well. Well, right now, we're going to interview some lovely couples on how they met, and then we'll be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Carl, Sarah's dad.
2: And I'm Jen, and I'm Sarah's mom. So, how did you
0: meet?
1: So, how did we meet? Well... My recollection of meeting my wife was about in the first grade. Um, I don't remember if I have a memory of her in the kindergarten. No, we didn't go to the same kindergarten. We didn't go so, to the same kindergarten.
2: I lived in town, so I got to go to school in the morning. Right. And Carl lived in the country, so he went to kindergarten in the in afternoon. In the afternoon,
1: because we were half day kindergarten. Yep. Yeah. So we met in Mrs. Homeland's class in the first grade in the old elementary school building in Boyceville, and I just have a few memories of that first grade, and your mom was one of the cuties in class, and um, I could read, and it bothered her a lot.
2: (laughs) You're going to just go right for that story, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Carl had a crush on me, like, since first grade, and I really didn't return that same crush for a long, long, long time.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I had a crush on her from first grade until now, <laughs> and um, I'm 45. Um, sometime around the fifth grade, I rode my bicycle into town about four miles to Sandy's store, and I bought a box of chocolates for your mom, and I gave it to her on the school bus that we rode, and I think she was absolutely Mortified. embarrassed. Mortified. <laughs> to get those chocolates <laughs> from me in the 5th grade.
2: I was mortified to get chocolates from a boy in 5th grade, but my mom must have known something because she kept that, well, we ate the chocolates, but she kept the 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 heart-shaped box that it was in in my mementos box for a long, long time. I don't know that I still have it. I haven't seen that that heart-shaped box now for a long mm-hmm. time, but
1: And then there was then there was a period of time where Um, my best friend and your mom's best friend were our boyfriend and girlfriends in middle school, I think. That doesn't really count, but okay. And then, um, when we got into high school, we switched and finally your mom said she'd be my girlfriend. And I think it's mostly because I had a car. (laughs) No, that's not true. And could take her to school. Um. Not true. But the funny thing is that I married your mom and our other best friends married each other and they are happily married uh, as well after many, many years now. And so I guess um, that's the story of how we met.
0: Yeah. What did you first, like, think of each other? Well,
2: when I first met Carl in the first grade, honestly, I was, my first impression was that I thought he was just really annoying We had assigned seating in the lunchroom, and he had to sit next to me in the lunchroom. And I really didn't like that because he separated me from my best friend, Tamra, who sat on the other side of him. And so I mostly at that time thought of him really as just a straight up nuisance. And also in first grade, Carl was able to read before I could read. And I remember being so upset like every single day the teacher would call on Carl to read the words on the board and I couldn't read them
1: I was older though
2: you were a year older than the rest of us that's Mm -hmm. true so but I just remember being so upset that I couldn't read and Carl could but you know somehow all of that worked out by the time we got to high school and
1: well I was a total stud
2: (laughs) what what Carl and I found out in high school is that he and I were on student council together and we could run a pretty good project together. We were pretty good partners and we're good collaborators. And, um... It's
1: like we did the homecoming parades and... Yep. Got all the cars to be in it and... Yep,
2: a lot of that kind of stuff. Things like that.
1: And being in a small school, we did a lot of the same things because if you didn't do all the things, there was nothing. So, we were in shows together and we were in the band together and different things like that my my first um, impression just was she was cute like <laughs> even in first grade she was cute little cute girl and so uh, yeah that's what I remember <laughs> you know you were on my list of cute girls there was a couple others but, oh,
2: <laughs> but I was right at the top
1: you were at the, well you were the finally the one that switched over <laughs> to the dark side or whatever right. but.
3: sarah hi i'm chris all
0: right so how did you meet
3: we met in college in ripon college in ripon wisconsin little tiny town and the first time i saw chris i was like oh that that guy's really cute (laughs) but we couldn't date because he had a girlfriend so we didn't date for many many years and oh, the first time that I saw Sarah Lambert, um, I was pretty convinced that she was the perfect girl for me. I had just gotten kicked out of college, and I had just come back for the first time, and I was on my way up to um, see my girlfriend, and there was this girl on the second floor of the same uh, building that my girlfriend lived in, and she was just so radiant and she was wearing these overalls and she had on a dirty (laughs) t-shirt and she was wearing Birkenstocks and she looked so just fresh-faced and wonderful and sweet and nice I was was like who in God's name is that (laughs) and then this is really funny because um it was when we first got back to school and then my girlfriend at the time walked past Sarah Lambert in the same hallway she was wearing the same Um, overalls dirty t-shirt and Birkenstocks and said who is that girl I have got to keep her away from Chris Freeman (laughs) so (laughs) it's actually true and then we never even really dated even though we were so we had so much fun together but we never had any kind of romantic engagement until well after college um, and we were living in Minneapolis And so we kept on getting these second chances to try again. And then finally, we're like, okay, I think that we should probably be together. Um, So we started dating and then one thing happened and then another. And then we were split up again. And we're like, oh, my God, what happened? So the whole time we were split up, Sarah was living on an island uh, off the coast of Cape Cod. And I was working as a waiter in Minneapolis and we thought of each other. Pretty much like every day, all the time. And then finally, Sarah was like, "I'm out of here." And so, she stole a pickup truck. Well, that's well, a stress. She borrowed a pickup <laughs> truck, and then she left the situation she was in and made a beeline uh, to the Minneapolis to Minneapolis. And then we got together right when she got back, and we've been together ever since.
0: That is so cool.
3: That's so lucky.
0: We're really, lucky. love is yeah.
3: super lucky.
0: Yeah. Um kind of adding on to what you first said, what did like what was your first thought when you saw each other? Like
3: well, if I'm honest with you, Chris was hopping around a puddle. <laughs> And he looked ridiculous, and he looked like he was having such a good time. And I was like, that's the kind of person that I want to be with for the rest of my life. Somebody who can have a good time in a ridiculous situation, just being silly and making fun of himself. Yeah, and then what was nice, the other side of that is that, like, I always got to be super comfortable with Sarah because no matter what I was doing, she was always like, oh, that's cute.
1: (laughs)
0: Wow, those were some pretty fun stories. Yeah, they really were. Hey, Sarah, do you know what a superstition is? Um, I've heard the word, but I don't remember exactly what it means. Help me jog my memory. Of course. A superstition is like a widely known belief, kind of. An example of that is if you break a mirror. It's said you'll have seven years of bad luck. That's not necessarily true, but it's something a lot of people think. Oh, so another superstition would be if you have a black cat cross your path, then you'll have bad luck? Exactly! So, we looked up some wedding superstitions and here they are. Did you know that many Egyptian women pinched the bride for good luck? How interesting! I didn't know that. But did you know the Greek brides believed that tucking a lump of sugar into the bride's wedding gown would bring a sweetness throughout the married life? No, that's just smart. Another fun fact is that Middle Eastern brides would paint henna on their hands and feet to protect themselves from the evil eye. Wow, I've used henna before, but not ever for that reason. That's really cool. Well, all of you probably know what marriage is, but does a three-year-old? Today, we will find out by asking Adelita. Now, from Cochrane, Wisconsin, Addie. Hi, Addie. Can you tell us a little something about yourself? I have a new puppy. Aww. Aww! Okay, can I ask you a question? What do you think marriage is? I think the princess get married. mm mm-hmm. Sometimes the princess does. Do you know, do you think you're gonna get married someday? Yeah, like a princess. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Oh, hey, Natalie. Yeah? I remember the fun fact now. Oh, good. Let's hear it. The most expensive wedding was $44 million between, and let's hope I say this right, Sheikh Rasid bin Saeed al-Muqtom's son to Princess Salama in 1981. Whoa, that is so much cash, and good job saying that (laughs) name. Thank you. Speaking of forgotten fun facts, guests in ancient times often tore off parts of the bride's wedding dress as a token of good luck, leading to the bride throwing her bouquet and garter. Wow, that's so cool. And one more fun fact is that in many cultures, like ancient Greeks and Roman brides, would wear veils to protect themselves from evil spirits, and brides have worn veils ever since. Wow, that's so cool. In many cultures, like Celtic, Hindu, and Egyptians, They would actually tie the hands of the couple together to signify the bond, which is also where we get the term, tying the knot. Cool. I wish I had another fun fact, but I think that's it. Oh, well. I just hope it was fun for our listeners. Mm. Well, I guess that's all we've got for you today. Actually, we've got a voice message from a listener. Great. Let's hear it.
3: Hey Natalie this is
2: Daniel. I'm practicing my social distancing but I had to tell you I really liked your podcast especially the, the mug cakes. If I had a microwave I would try the recipe. Maybe next time you have to have a mug of cake and a mug of milk.
0: you so much daniel everyone feel free to send us voice messages we love getting them and we'll put them in the podcast yes well i think now that's all we've got for you but tune back in to hear episode three coming soon and a special shout out goes to grace and kate and their amazing podcast quiet girls talk you can find it on Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere else you get your podcast. You should really check it out. It's super good. Bye, Bye for, for now. And a huge thank you to Sarah, Chris, Jen, Carl, and Addie for being on this podcast.